What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. presents Hollywood. The Lux Radio Theater brings you George Raft, Lloyd Nolan, and Janet Blair in Broadway. Ladies and gentlemen, your producer, Mr. Cecil B. DeMille. Greetings from Hollywood, ladies and gentlemen. The most famous street in the world was once a cow path. The triumph and the misery of millions made it the Great White Way. The street with a heart and a soul and uncalculated candle power. It's dimmed out for the duration now, but in its shadows lurk the ghosts of playboys and playwrights, chorus girls and hoofers, right guys and wrong guys, all waiting for the lights to go up again and the big show to go on. Tonight, we bring some of these ghosts to life in a play about the fabulous Broadway of the 1920s, a play with all the drama and gaiety, hope and heartbreak of the Manhattan Parade. It's a play called Broadway, and it's a story of a man who was part of the Broadway legend before he became part of Hollywood. His name is George Raff, and tonight, George Raff plays George Raff just as he did in the Universal Picture Success. Two other fine artists co-star with George in our cast. Lloyd Nolan, who's always been a favorite with us, and Janet Blair, one of our town's bright starlets, who has the whole country applauding her performance in My Sister Eileen. And here's a letter with some applause for this theater, the kind any producer likes to hear. A lady in Illinois writes... I have enjoyed all your dramatic performances for the past several years, but have never bothered, other than buying Lux toilet soap and Lux flakes, to show my appreciation. I always look forward eagerly from one week's program to the next, because in wartime, they mean more than ever. We live on a farm and haven't been able to see a movie more than two or three times this year, but thanks to you, 
we can lounge comfortably in our own home and hear the top dramatic productions. I never used your product until we heard the Lux Radio Theater. Then I thought it no more than fair that I pay my way in to something I enjoyed so much. But you can be sure that now, Lux Radio Theater or no Lux Radio Theater, I wouldn't be without Lux Toilet Soap. Well, that's good judgment. And we'll try to use more of the same in running this theater. Now the curtain goes up on Broadway. Starring George Raft as George Raft, Lloyd Nolan as Dan McCorn, and Janet Blair as Billy. Broadway is the tale of a song and dance man whose twinkling feet beat out the rhythm of the roaring twenties. The story of a kid of the cabarets who's come a long way since that time, George Raft. About a year ago, George and his friend Mac Gray took a trip back to the old stamping grounds in New York. The night he arrived, George stood at his hotel window and looked down at the streets, teeming with traffic and ablaze with light. Well, there it is. You know, it never fails. I get a kick out of every trip I make. Yeah, it's kind of pretty, ain't it? How about a little game of gym before we hit the hay? I owe you $415,000.19. Yeah, it's good we're not playing for money. You're telling me. Oh, uh, what time is it? Quarter to 12. I'd feel like a hick on a bed before 12. All right, it'd do you good. I wonder if they have any fun. Who? Hicks. <laughs> Why, they have all the fun. You're kidding. They stay hicks all their lives. Well, is that bad? Well, it ain't good. No matter where you run into them, New York, Hollywood, Chicago, they're always blabbing about their hometowns. Why? Well, I guess they remember the nice times they had. Nice people they knew. Places they grew up in. They remember the things that happened to them. Then they go back and get a quick look at those things. You never did that, did you, George? No, but I think I will. Oh, I'm going out for a while. You better go to bed. Where are you going? You didn't go up with a lot of hicks. The biggest hicks in the world grew up where I come from. What are you talking about? Where? Broadway. Buddy, uh, can you spare a little change? I just got... I know, I know. You got three cents and you've got to get to Staten Island. Handing out the same old spiel, eh, Wingy? Georgie! Georgie Rev! Well, hiya, Wingy. How you been, Georgie? Oh, fine. Well, how are things with you? Oh, pretty good. Say, am I glad to see you. You're still in the chips? Well, I'm doing all right. Oh, here's your three cents and a couple of extra dollars. Oh, no. Uh, Oh, no, that's against my policy. (laughs) Well, thanks just the same. Say... I see you in all your pictures. Any complaints? Oh, no. You're a good actor, George. You're an artist. Well, if you'd have told me that ten years ago, I would have believed it. Well, so long, Wingy. So long. Read all the budget. Read all the budget. Paper, morning, five. Paper, mister. Oh, thanks, Pop. Oh, here, a friend told me to give you this. Huh? Fifty bucks. Hey, what's the gimmick? There's no gimmick. He said he owed it to you. Nobody never owed me that much money in my life. Well, this guy used to swipe a paper off every day while you were in Barney's getting coffee. Ah, don't pull that. Barney's been closed up for years. Who was this guy? Oh, just a hoofer. He's got a conscience. Yeah? I never knew hoofers had a conscience. Need that I, Pop. See you around. Hiya, mister. Looking for something? Oh, just looking around. Not much to see. Well, that depends on what you're looking for. 
It does, it does. Oh, they're putting up a new building here, huh? That's right. I'm the watchman. It's going to be a bowling alley. Oh, you don't say. It used to be a billiard academy. That's right. Before that, it was a place where a man could take his own picture. And way back, it used to be a miniature golf course. And it was a nightclub once, too. Yes, it was. That was in the good old days during Prohibition. They called it the, uh... The Paradise. The Paradise, that was it. After two or three drinks of that hooch they were selling then, anything seemed like paradise, I guess. Yeah, uh... Oh, I thought it was bigger than this, but I haven't been here in a long time. Oh, no, no. The dance floor was right out there. Say, you should have seen the big butter and egg men and their ladies. And the sugar daddies from Wall Street. And the gorillas and their malls. And the thousand-dollar bills. And the killings. Say, the gutters used to run with blood and booze. They certainly did. Mm, this was a tough joint. You knew the place then? Like the inside of my hand. Yeah, I bet you had a lot of fun here, huh? Well, I was a dancer in the show. Oh, you were, were you, huh? I bet you remember a lot of great nights. I sure do. Some you'll never forget. I'll never forget one. It was the night after the Tony Dempsey fight. Let's see. That'd be 1926. Yeah, that was a big night at the Paradise. The place was packed that night. But before the mob showed up, I was running through a dance routine with the girls. I remember Nick was watching us. Nick was the boss of the Paradise. A little faster, maybe faster. Come on, Lil. Step it up a little. That's right. All right, stop him. Stop him, George. All right, hold it, girls. Hold it a second. Well, what's the matter, Nick? Yeah, Not only do they dance bad with their feet, but they look sad. Girls, you got to smile. Show your teeth. Personality, that's what's Oh, sad. don't worry, Nick. Don't worry. We'll be great tonight. Listen, Nick, I'm sick of you picking on us at the rehearsals. How can we do anything without Billy Moore? That's what I say. When Billy ain't here, it gets us all off the beat. Cut it out, will you, Ruby? Yeah, I notice Miss Moore is late again tonight. Well, how do you like that? I guess I forgot to tell her about the rehearsals. You're just covering up for her again. Oh, stop it. Yeah, shut up, everybody. I know what to do with girls that come late. Oh, listen, Nick, she's one of the nicest kids we've got. If you let her out, we'll be making a big mistake. Candy Schmooze. You don't work for her, you work for me. Well, don't worry about Billy. She knows the number. She knows the number. My congratulations. I know the number, too, but I can't dance it. And when she comes in, she goes out. She's fired. Oh, Nick. Oh, yeah, Joe? Telephone. Okay, I'll take him in my office. That's all for now, kids. Hey, Joe. Yeah, Maisie? Sit down for laundry and make me a drink. You're a swell pal, Maisie. That's a nice turn you're doing for Billy. There's probably a good reason why Billy ain't here. Sure there is. She's out with Crandall again. That guy has her so dizzy she don't know you're alive. Steve Crandall? Oh, don't be silly. Well, if some John wants to take her out, there's no reason why she shouldn't go. Crandall, no John. Well, the act comes first with her, the same as it does with me. What act? The one we're framing, Billy and me. Oh, that one. Yeah, we've been rehearsing it every night after the show. And the act comes first with both of you, huh? Go on. You're so crazy about her, you can't see straight. Well, not me. No, not you, Georgie. Hi, kids. Where's everybody? Hiya, Billy. Where have you been? All around. We had a wonderful time. We had dinner in a dining room at the hotel. And the orchestra played all of my favorite numbers. Oh, gee, I thought I was dreaming. It's awful when you wake up, ain't it? Were you with Steve Crandall? Uh-huh. Gee, he's cute. Cute? That does it. Nick wasn't sore, was he? He was until I talked him out of it. Listen, Billy, if he was out with Steve, you got nothing to worry about. Nick won't say a word to you. Oh, I better get dressed. Well, look, Billy... I guess maybe it's time I gave you a piece of advice. Lay off guys like Crandall. I've seen a lot of cabaret spenders. Girls like you should stay strictly away from them. Well, where do you suppose Grand Crandall gets his dough? In Florida real estate. 
He told me so himself. Mm, he told you, fine. Oh, so Miss Moore finally shows up, eh? Say you got some nerves. What do you got to say for yourself? Well, well you see, Never Nick, mind I... the alibis. I told you the last time. Yeah, good evening, Nick. Anything wrong? Well, look who's here. Mr. Crandall, nice to see you. Hiya, Maisie. Hello, Mr. Crandall. Hello, Hooper. What's new with you? Well, I'm still picking them up and laying them down. Oh, Nick. I hope I didn't keep Billy from rehearsal, huh? I was just, just going to ask where she was, but... I guess it didn't put you out too much, did it? No, it didn't make much difference. <laughs> Gee, I'm sorry, Nick. I'll apologize to all the girls personally. You and me will talk later. You want to see me about anything, Mr. Crandall? Yeah, I'll drop in the office later. Okay, okay. Oh, wait a minute. I'm tossing a little party after the show tonight. Tell the girls to stick around. Eh? Oh, sure, sure, right there. I'll see you then, Billy. All right. Oh. Come on, Billy. You you got to get into your costume. Yeah, I'd better. See you later, Mr. Cran. Right. Yeah, so long, Hopper. Oh, hey, uh, wait a minute, will you? Yeah? What? Well, uh, you're a big shot, Cran, and this may seem funny. I wish you'd lay off a certain little girl in the show. Why? Well, you're interfering with her career. Oh, do you call dancing in this joint a career? Dancing out of this joint with an act of your own is. Oh, I heard of that act. Well, if Billy works hard, we can get places. She can dance, and I got enough talent to take her the rest of the way. Fellas, huh? So that's what you've got. <laughs> well, fellas, it's a nice idea. It'll be more than just an idea with our act. We'll wind up in a Broadway musical with our name and lights, making real dough. Maybe we'll even hit pictures, too. Uh -huh. Maybe you won't get any place at all. That depends on whether you leave my partner alone. I like your partner. Maybe I can do more for her than you can. Maybe you can make a tramp out of it, too. Listen, keep out of my business. You keep out of mine, then. You give me a kick, all right. Say, how'd you like to stick around tonight and do a little clowning at the party? That way I can catch your act and you can make a sawbuck. You can catch my act in the News of Zigfield show about two months from now. And you can keep your sawbuck. Now, you take it and buy me a couple of tickets, huh? You won't need tickets, Crandall. Just tell the guy at the box office you know me. He'll give you a couple of passes. <laughs> Sure it is, Nick. Uh, sure, Steve. Oh, come in, Dolph. Hello, Dolph. Well, did you make that delivery okay? Yeah, sure. They're unloaded outside. A load of stuff fresh off the boat, Nick. Fresh off the boat? I didn't know you had a boat coming. We didn't. But Scar Edwards did. <laughs> Hijacking. That don't pay, Steve. Anyway, I got a lot of stuff on hand right now. I don't need You this. don't need what, Nick? Look. If I took the booze you hijack off Scar, he come down here and smash up my joint. I'll take care of Scar. I'm taking his booze whenever I can lay my hands on it. I'm taking his territory, too. Now, are you with me or not? Well, send me whatever you want, Steve. Now you got okay. sense. Okay. Go down to the cellar and check the stuff. Okay, anything you say, Steve. What about this hole, Steve? You expecting any fireworks from Scar? He won't make any trouble. I've handled him before. When we started selling above 125th Street, what happened? Nothing. Yeah? Well, this jolt is something to take. He'll take it. A guy who'll stand for a push will take a slap. Yeah, sure, but I... Hey. Hello, Steve. Well, Scar, we were just talking about you. Yeah, you don't say. What do you want? You can put that gun away. I'm not loaded. Dolph's the kind of a guy that likes to make sure. Yeah, I came down here to talk business. Well, sit down. It's a little late at night for that, Scar, but I'm always glad to accommodate an old friend. Last month, you moved into my territory. We had a deal. Yeah, well, the deal ran out. People uptown were complaining about the service you gave them. I'll let you get away with that, Steve. But you hijacked my trucks tonight. Grabbed my stuff. 
Well, it's right outside, Scar. Why don't you ask the boys to give it back to you? Maybe they will, maybe they won't. The boys are funny about those things. I want to make a deal. I want to sell you this stuff. Well, that's a new twist. Like trying to sell a pickpocket your watch after he's lifted it, huh? Yeah, that stuff's the McCoy. I've got every dollar I've made in this racket tied up in it. Yeah? What's the deal? I'll take 10000 now and 10000 a week till we're even. On the installment plan, huh? Yeah. That'll give you a chance to peddle it. That stuff you grabbed was my last load. I was planning to quit. Oh, what are you going to do? Buy a farm, raise chickens or something? Something like that. <laughs> you know what I like about this car? The way you trust me. How do you know I'll keep up my payments, huh? You'll keep them up all right. First time you miss one, I'll go to the cops and clean up the Batelli killing. Then I'll tell them who knocked Bronxy White off. Now, you're a pretty smart guy at that, Scar. Using the cops as your collection agent? I'll sing like a bird if you don't pay off. Okay, Scar. Here's your first installment. Steve. Right here in the office. Shut up. Get hold of him under the arms, quick. We'll walk him out. I got him. Now he's drunk, see? We'll walk him right out the side entrance and into the alley. You ready? Yeah. Come on, then. Wait a second, I want to speak to you. Yeah, Georgie? Oh, have you been running over that new stuff we've been practicing? Oh, for the act? Oh, sure. Well, look, I just figured out a new step. We can stick it in the Charleston for an encore. Yeah, I suppose so. Why, uh, what's the matter, kid? <laughs> we're a long way from doing encores, George. We can't even get a tryout date for the act. Oh, but we're not ready yet. We've got to work harder on it. Until I'm as good as you are? Well, sure, you're learning a little bit every day. But suppose the act is just a pipe dream, George. Well, who's been feeding you that stuff? Oh, nobody. Well, we can't miss. I've been planning this act for years. Well, you're, you're not getting cold on the proposition, are you? No. But even if we do get the act book, we still have to go on rehearsing. Oh, chasing around with those big shots is better, huh? Oh, look. I've been out with Steve three times for supper. He likes to have laughs. I like to have laughs. Now, what's wrong with that? Well, you might fall for him. Other dames have. Well, is that any of your affair? You're my partner, aren't you? Yeah, and everything is strictly business. Well, I'm just trying to steer you straight, that's all. When fun interferes with the act, the act comes first. You must eat and sleep that act. Well, sure I do. I started dancing to keep warm when I was a kid selling papers. I said then I was going to be big someday, and I'll still say it. Oh, I'm sorry, George. I didn't mean to fly off the handle. Oh, uh, that's okay. Forget it. Close the door, Dolph. You call Al? Yeah. Him and one of the guys are going to dump Edwards out someplace. Okay. What are you shaking about? Oh, I'm all right, Steve. It's it's just... Well, nothing bothers me if I know what's coming. Yeah. Next time I'll send you a postcard. Go outside and get yourself a drink. Sure. Sure, I'll be okay, boss. Hey. What's the matter with you? Hey, there's a bull out there. Come on, Everett. Where is he? Right over there at the corner table. Yeah, Dan McCorn. Uh-huh. What are we going to do? We're going to forget it. Did you want to see me, Mr. Crandall? Oh, yeah. Come here, Billy. Beat it, Dolph. Yeah, sure. Sit down, Billy. I got a little birthday present for you. Oh, you're a little early, Steve. 
My birthday's not till December. <laughs> Every day's a birthday if you're a good friend of mine. Here, look. Oh, a bracelet. Is it real? Well, sure it's real. You like it? Like it? Are you kidding? Those are real diamonds, aren't they? Well, sure. I want you to wear it tonight at the party. You're the guest of honor, Billy. Gee, thanks, Steve. <laughs> tonight, Nick? Well, according to my bookkeeping, I still owe myself monies. Hey, Steve, here comes that dick. Hello, boys. Well, Can I join you? Good evening, Dan McCord. How are you, Danny boy? Hiya, Steve. You scared anybody lately? <laughs> what are you doing in here? Oh, boy, just dropped in. Hey, you're getting awful sociable, aren't you? Yeah, I feel pretty good. I paid my rent, grocery bill, the butcher. <laughs> Always makes me feel pretty good, you know? <laughs> well, let's just stop worrying about your bills. Just give them to Nick like I told you. I didn't say that, Dan. Steve, Dan, he gets mad. He won't even take a sandwich. Fifteen years, nothing. <laughs> well, thanks for the air, Nick. How's business? Uh, you know, business, yes and no. I never complain. How's your business, Steve? Official or personal? Ah, don't worry. Bootleggers aren't in my department. You know that. Unless they're dead. Well, I'm alive and doing very well, thanks. Seems to me you're kind of branching out a little bit lately, aren't you? Oh, no, Dan. I... No, I'm very happy with everything I got right here. Well, I kind of thought taking over that new territory, you were moving up above 125th Street a little. Who gave you that idea? Oh, I hear everybody's troubles. Yeah? That's a bad crowd up there, Steve. Some of them have pretty long records. Don't you worry about Steve. You've seen Scar Edwards lately, Steve. Who? Have you? Why, yeah, last summer at the racetrack. Everything nice and friendly between you two, huh? Sure, sure. I gave him a tip on a horse that paid seven to one. And that was the last time you seen him? Yeah, that was the last time. Then you didn't see him when he was here tonight? Who? You didn't, huh, Steve? Well, no, I didn't. But Scar Edwards was in here tonight, wasn't he? Look, Scar and I are good friends, but we can't do business together. Oh. Maybe that's why he came. He was in the neighborhood tonight. That much I know because I saw him myself. Yeah, where'd you see him? Under a burlap sack in a truck about two and a half blocks from here. He was lying on his face with a couple of slugs in his back. No. Dead? Yeah. <laughs> Dead. Gee. So they got Scar, huh? I thought Scar was too smart to get knocked off. You know, Danny was an awful nice guy when you got to know him. Who knocked him off, Steve? Well, <laughs> what makes you think I know anything about that? You know, it's a funny thing. He didn't have a gun on him. And when I got there, the party was still warm. And what time was that? Oh, about 20... 20 minutes after nine. Well, I've been here all night. Ask Nick. Sure. He come in early. Well, I didn't ask you for an alibi, but now that you mention it, let's have it. Who was with you? Why, Dolph and Nick part of the time. And Billy Moore, one of the girls. Billy Moore. Oh, she's that red-headed kid, huh, Nick? She's not bad either. She's no red-headed. He's talking about Pearl. Hey, would you like to meet her, Dan? Oh, sure. She kind of appeals to me. <laughs> well, if it's Pearl, you like it. Hey, Joe. Oh, Mr. Crandall. Yes, sir. Joe, go out and back and get Pearl. I want to talk to her. Yes, sir. Run away. Hiya, gents. Can I sit down? Yeah. Hey. Hello, Dolph. Say, what time were you here with Steve and Nick tonight? Oh, I came in about five after nine. Huh? Uh, never mind the signal, Steve. Oh, no. No, wait a minute. It was later. Yeah, it was uh, five minutes after ten it was. Sure. Why so positive, Dolph? Well, I happened to ask him the time when he came in. Oh. You didn't have your watch? No. But you have got it now. Yes, Hey, what are you trying to do? Sweat me? Hey, what's the matter? What's up? Somebody's killed Scott Edwards. No. 
Well, well, that's too bad. Well, you guys ain't thinking of going into mourning now, are you? Hello, Mr. Crandall. Oh, Pearl. Uh, sit down a second, honey. Thanks. I want you to meet a handsome cop. This is my old friend Dan McCorn. Be nice to him, huh? How are you? All right. Uh, I was just thinking I'd seen you someplace before. <laughs> that's a new approach. No, uh, on a level. You used to dance at the Golden Bowl, didn't you? No. No? Oh, sorry. My error. Excuse me, I have to change. So long. Huh. I could have sworn she was a kid. Well, I guess there's nothing else I can talk about now. Sorry to have taken up so much of your time, Steve. Oh, that's all right, Dan. I like cops. <laughs> I like to spend a lot of time with them. You too, Steve. In fact, they look... Time. to go terrific. That bracelet Steve Crandall gave on the... Bracelet. Hey, Billy. Yes, Georgie. I'm coming. What is it? Oh, I hear Crandall gave you a bracelet. Yeah, look, George. Isn't it wonderful? You're not going to keep it, are you? Well, of course I am. You must want to get a rip. Oh, it's just a present. There aren't any strings tied to it. Get it ready, girls. Look, Billy. I got to talk sense to you. What's this talk sense? Do we talk sense or do we make a show? Come on. The audience is waiting. All right, Nick. All right. We'll do the show. I'm sorry. We have to have enough. Show? I'm sorry. We have to have enough. Don't worry about that. Just because you're making a sap out of yourself, there's no reason why I can't go out there and give the audience everything I got. Come on, kids. Let's go. Just a moment, Mr. DeMille and our stars, George Raft, Lloyd Nolan, and Janet Raft, Lloyd Nolan, and Janet Blair, will bring us Act Two, Blair, will bring us Act Two of Broadway. And now, let's listen in on a long-distance phone call. That you, Mary? I got my leave. I'll be in Brookville tomorrow. Oh, Jim, how wonderful. How long can you stay? Only just come back. But all that distance just for a day... Oh, it's worth it, darling, to see a girl like you. To see a girl like you. No doubt about it. Mary must be a winner. Charming, lovely to look at, a, a girl with a gorgeous luxe complexion. She has the completely irresistible appeal of soft, lovely skin. Of soft, lovely skin. A clever girl who doesn't take chances with complexion, doesn't take chances with complexion beauty. She follows Hollywood's tip. Never neglect Wood's tip. Never neglects the gentle, cherishing luxe of skin smooth and beautiful. Keep up care that helps to keep up care that helps to keep up care that helps to keep skin smooth and beautiful. Skin smooth and beautiful. Skin smooth and beautiful. An active lather facial with an active lather facial with an active lather so easy. Just smooth the creamy just smooth the creamy rinse with plenty of warm water and then splash with cold water. And pat gently to drowl. Pat gently to drowl. Towel. Tie with a soft towel. Leave skin feeling softest. Leave skin... Hollywood screen stars say it's important to use a real beauty soap for daily complexion care. And Lux Toilet Soap is just that. Its fine, active lather carries away stale cosmetics, every trace of dust and dirt. You'll find this... 
you'll find this rich, smooth leather is so gentle. Rich, smooth leather is so gentle, its touch is like a caress on the skin. Active Lather Facial. Take an Active Lather Facial. Take an Active Lather Facial with Lux Toilet Soap every day for 30 days. Then look in your mirror and be... Then look in your mirror and be... Then look in your mirror for the fresh new loveliness you see in your skin. New loveliness you see in your skin. Remember, nine out of ten screen stars, lovely girls everywhere, use Lux Toilet Soap. Get three cakes of Hollywood's fragrant white beauty soap, Hollywood's fragrant white beauty soap, Lux toilet soap, tomorrow. We pause now for station identification. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System. Broadway, starring George Raft as himself, Lloyd Nolan as Dan McCorn, and Janet Blair as Billy. A few steps off Broadway, on the site of the old Paradise Club, George is thinking back over the old days, the era of prohibition, when a young and coming star began his battle for success. off in a corner somewhere, sitting off in a corner, kind of wandered into the dressing room where Pearl was. Hello, Pearl. What do you want here? We don't allow men in the dressing rooms, especially cops. Oh, I won't take up much of your time, Pearl. Just want to ask a question. Well? Here, you want a cigarette? Is that the question? <laughs> no. No. Tell me something, Pearl. You seen Scar Edwards lately? Who? Have you seen him lately? I don't know what you're talking about. You know who I am, I guess, don't you? Sure I know. You're a cop. I know who you are, too. You're Scar Edwards' girl. I've seen you with him a dozen times when you were dancing at the Golden Bowl. Suppose I am. That's no crime, is it? No, no, no. I don't mean that, but you're down here for a reason. Now, what is it? You're, you're not going to Nick with this, are you? Have you and Scar split? No, and would you mind calling him Jim? I'm sorry. So that's the way it is, huh? You're sort of keeping your eye on a place for Scar. Uh, Jim, is that it? He don't trust him. He trusts you, though, huh? Sure. We're going to be married. He's going to quit and go into some decent business. Oh, I see. You don't want him for anything. Nothing's happened to him. Uh, look, uh, you've got to go out there and sing and dance some more tonight. Well, sure. I have the show to finish. Well, you go right ahead. I won't take up any more of your time. I'm sorry for button in, Mrs. Edwards. It's not Mrs. Edwards until he quits, but that'll be soon. Yeah, I'm sure it will. Another dollar. Oh, I'm glad it's the last number. My feet are killing me. You kids gonna get ready? We got another show to do for this party. Oh, did you have to remind me, Pearl? Entertaining a bunch of gunmen from Chicago. We're really in the big time, ain't we? <laughs> you gonna be with us tonight, Georgie? No, I got other things to do. Your partner's going. Oh, so I hear. Oh, I have to, George. Oh, sure. Well, you see, I'm guest of honor. 
That's why Steve gave me the bracelet. That's right. Now, let me tell one. What are you trying to do? Make a fool out of me? You don't need any help. Staying for the party just the same. Whether you like it or not. Ah, do what you want. Hey, Georgie. Yeah, what? Mind if I tell you something? Well, make it fast, Pearl. I'm leaving. Just a friendly tip. You've been pretty nice to me since I've been here. I'm nice. Well, try being a little nicer to Steve Crandall. What? Are you falling for him, too? Well, sounds like an epidemic. I just know that if you interfere in this business, you're going to get hurt. Well, tell him to stop interfering in my business. Or maybe he'll be the one that gets hurt. I'm drinking a Steve Crandall. What do you say, boy? Yeah, that's a duck drinking Steve. Come on, Well, Nick, it's a great party. Crandall must have paid plenty for this. Steve's a good customer. And your show's all right, too, Nick. Hey, they got some swell girls over at the slipper, Dan. Redheads. Hey, how'd you like to go over there? I'll get you a cab. Oh, is that so, Dal? You know, I was thinking, Dal, you seem a little nervous tonight. Me? Nervous? Why, sure, yeah. Look at your hands shaking. Oh, that's the way I always am. Yeah, when a cop's around. Dal... You ever been accused of murder? Me? Oh, no, Dan. That stuff ain't in my line. I was just thinking about a fella I knew. Ah, it's tough. That's what it is. It's tough. Yeah? What is? Well, the fella would have been all right if he told what he knew in the first place. But he tried to hold out. Oh, Oh. that's a bad mistake, ain't it? Always come clean. That's me. Always come clean. Uh Uh-huh. That's what the fellow said when they strapped him into the chair, dog. Hey, you invited to this party, Copper? Oh, hello, Steve. Well, I didn't think you'd mind. What are you trying to do, Dan? Sweat, Dolph? No. I was just killing time. Waiting for somebody who saw Scar Edwards when he was here. Well, we all told you he wasn't here. I didn't see him. Oh, you might be mistaken. I said once and I'll say it again, I didn't even know him. Since you didn't know him, how do you know you didn't see him? Well, I... Well, there just wasn't anybody here when I came in. No one. Well, I was, but I was in the office. Yeah, that's right. Steve was in the office, but I didn't see him. Oh. You got your alibis all fixed now, boys. What do you mean? Look, Dan, if you think any of us here had anything to do with it, go ahead and make the pitch. Let's get the bail fixed and get it over with. No, no, no. Steve, why get so excited? You know, it's my business to ask questions, ain't it? I got to make a report and... I'm working at it from a couple of angles. Yeah, well, you're working the wrong angle this time. Oh, I've been wrong lots of times, Steve. But this case of Edwards interests me. You see, whether a guy is square or not, that ain't the thing. He ought to get a break. Now, Scar was shot in the back. And I got a habit, hobby, Steve. I like the nailed guys that shoot other guys in the back. Well, that's just fine, Dan. That's noble. Do you mind if I walk out on you? I'm busy. No, no, sure, run along. I'll be seeing you, Steve. Pearl, come here, will you? Yes, Steve? Pearl, would you like to make a couple of extra bucks? I got no objections. We'll take that cop off our hands tonight. Get him out of here. Listen, is the heat on this place? Of course not. Well, what's the cop doing here? Don't mean anything. Just some local wise guy named Scar Edwards got himself bumped off tonight. Scar? He's... 
Hey. What's the matter, Steve? What happened? Well, I don't know, Chief. Pick her up. Pick her up, somebody. Take her inside. Hey, anything wrong, Steve? Oh, nothing much. Just one of the girls put a paint on us. Oh, that's too bad. I wonder why. I think I'd better go home, Steve. Uh, what's the idea, Steve? Ain't this your party? Oh. Yeah, Benny, I'll be right with you. Hey, this is a nice girl you got here. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to give her a little break. <laughs> Let me go. Stay off, Benny. Uh, what's the matter? Nothing's the matter. She's with me, that's all. Well, I'm with you, too. I'm your pal, ain't I? One little kiss from baby. <laughs> Take your hands off me. Benny, I told you to lay off. Oh, you want to fight, huh? Yeah, but I'm afraid it ain't going to be much of a fight. Some guys you just can't talk to. Hey, Billy, come here. Come back here. Leave me alone. Well, have you had enough of it yet? Oh, George. Come on, get your hat and coat and I'll take you home. I thought you'd gone. Oh, I decided to stick around a while. You ready to leave? I've been ready to leave for the last two hours. Then come on. Georgie, I'm so glad you stuck around. Sure, sure. I, I didn't have anything else to do. Let's go. Oh, wait. I, I just want to tell Steve. What for? Well, he, he's waiting for me. Oh, fine. Let him wait. Oh, I can't do that. He gets sore. He might cause you trouble. Let me worry about him. Oh, you don't understand, Georgie. He's not like I thought he was. You tried to tell me what I was up against, and, and I wouldn't listen. So you made a mistake. Well, that's the way to learn. Well, I'm not going to make another mistake and let you get hurt. Oh, I'll be all right. As long as nothing happens to you, George. Well, now you're talking like a partner. Who is it? Hiya, Crandall. I said, who is it, Hofer? Not come in. Oh, I got a message for you. Couldn't wait. You want me to throw him out, Steve? Shut up. What message? It's from Miss Moore. She says to tell you she's sorry, but she's going home. She just remembered she had a previous engagement. Yeah? Who with? With me. Now, look, Hofer. I've told you before about horning in on me. I keep warning you, but you just won't listen. Maybe I can convince you another way, huh? Does that mean anything, Hofer? Yeah. You know, I always wanted to try a guy your size. How about my size? Sure. Why, you... Why, you lousy little... Cut it out, Dolph. You just stay right where you are, Hooper. Huh. Is that the way you're going to convince me? With a gun? If I have to, yes. It'll be a pleasure to fold you up and tuck you away where nobody will ever think of looking for you. You're a tough guy, Crandall. With a rod in your fist. You think the gun makes a difference? Yeah, take it. But don't put it down or I'll pick it up and use it on you. I don't need it. Go on, you got the rod. Now, it's easy. All you got to do is pull the trigger. Go on, it's loaded. <laughs> you see, you can't pull the trigger because you know if you do, one of my boys will give it to you before you get out of the joint. There's nothing wrong, is there, boys? Oh, hello, copper. Okay, kid, you got me covered. My roll's on the inside pocket. Eh, what's going on in here? Oh, it's just friendly argument, Dan. So friendly, you had to use a gun, huh? I'll take that, Hooper. That's not my gun. No. <laughs> That's what they all say, Dan. This guy comes in here and wants some dough in a hurry. Naturally, I tell him where to go, and he pulls the gun out. You don't believe that malarkey, do you? Steve's right, Dan. The hooper wants to blow town in a hurry. He comes in Shut here. Shut up. To... 
I can take care of this without your help. Now, wait a minute. This is a frame-up. Sure. Ever hear the Sullivan Act, kid? The law that gives you plenty of time for packing one of these things. You said it. I told you it wasn't mine. Well, then I guess I better keep it until I find out who owns it. Wait. Dan, you don't want that gun. Forget it. Give it back to him. Why, Steve, give him back the gun. Oh, I wouldn't want to do that, Don't Steve. you see? This is just a personal thing between the kid and me. Go on, give him back his rod. I can settle my own arguments with him. I'm afraid it's out of your hands now. The law is in on this one. Come on, kid. Georgie! Look, Georgie, you got matter? this all wrong. Georgie, what's the matter? Billy, keep out of this. Go on. Where's he taking you? What happened? Oh, it's nothing, I tell you. No, nothing, except he just tried to bump off Steve Crandall. Oh, he couldn't have. I told him there was no reason to... No reason to what? Oh, George. Oh, it's all right, kid. <laughs> now stop. I'll get this straightened out. But good. Come on, George. I want to tell you some more about that Sullivan Act. <laughs> After a brief intermission, George Rath, Lloyd Nolan, and Janet Blair will return in Act Three of Broadway. Now, here's our young friend, Sally. I saw you outstepping last night, Sally. You and the Navy seem to be getting on fine. Oh, that was my cousin, Bill. The one who says he's a kind of a seagoing storekeeper. How do you mean, Sally? Well, Bill's a fellow in charge of the ship's service store. You know, where the men come to buy things like candy and cigarettes and toilet articles... Soap, for instance. And what do you think, Mr. Kennedy? I'll tell you what I know, Sally. When it comes to soap, Lux is tops with the Navy. You know, Sally, men, too, go for that creamy, active lather. Yes, Bill says Lux toilet soap is a bestseller. And here's something else Bill told me. Sometimes, when a man asks for Lux soap, he doesn't even bother about the name. He just sort of grins and says... You know, that soap the movie stars use. Very clever, Sally. Very clever. (laughs) Even fighting men, Mr. Kennedy. Like a little luxury now and then. You're right, Sally. And why not? Lux soap is an inexpensive luxury the boys can easily afford, too. And what a grand job it does of slicking a man up, even by Navy standards. And there's something. Yes, Lux soap is in big demand in the service stores and post exchanges of our armed forces. Men have discovered Lux Toilet Soap gives instant creamy lather, even in hard water. Active lather that carries away every trace of dust and grime. It's a quality soap, really mild, gentle to the skin. Hard milled, too. That's why each cake can be used down to the last thin sliver. So if you want to give the men in your family the perfect bath soap, luxurious yet economical, Just let them use Lux Toilet Soap. They'll enjoy it, and you'll find it easy on your budget. Get three cakes of fine white Lux Toilet Soap tomorrow. Now, our producer, Mr. DeMille. After the play, we'll bring the life of George Raft right up to date with the help of George himself. Now, the third act of Broadway. Growing very late around Times Square, the lights are going off and you can begin to see the stars. George is speaking to the night watchman, remembering another night back in 1926. What'd they do to you? March you off the tombs, huh? 
Yeah, McCaw took me out and we got in the cab. We didn't go to the tombs right away, though. Dan had another idea. You know, George, you're a pretty clever boy. That's right, but dancing is my specialty, not stick-ups. I'm glad you didn't do too much talking back there. You might have got yourself in hot water. I'm in hot water right now, ain't I? <laughs> well, sort of. Then I'd better keep shut. No, I wouldn't say that. You might do yourself a lot of good if you told me where you got that rod. I never owned a gun in my life. You don't have to own them to shoot them. Where'd you get it? Where I got that rod is my business. Oh, uh, where are you taking me? That's my business. But you're going to meet a guy there that might tell us a lot about that gun. Ever been in a morgue before, Georgie? No, but I knew it would only be a question of time working in that shooting gallery. Well, now, where's Adam? Hey, Adam! Adam? Who's he? Oh, he's the keeper of this joint. Hello, you, Dan. Hello, Adam. Back so soon? Yeah, I want to see the same inmate I looked at this afternoon. Oh, yes, I remember. Right over here, Dan. Yeah. Yeah, that's him. Well, Georgie, take a good look at this guy and tell me what you know about him. He's dead. No, now cut the comedy. <laughs> you ever see this man? No. You sure? I'm sure. You know who he is? No. His name is Edwards. Scar Edwards, they call him. I don't know him. Why should I? Oh, no reason, Georgie, except that this gun of yours was the one that killed him. Dan, your customer's the number nine. Yeah, thanks, Harvey. Hiya, Georgie. Well, what comes now? Do I get another going over? Right, the boys worked on you pretty hard, didn't they? And they finally got tired. You could help yourself a lot if you'd tell me where you got that gun. What are you protecting Crandall for? I'm not protecting anybody. I did a little research, George. I got your whole history here. I haven't got any history. Oh, it's nothing bad. So, uh, you used to be in a ring, huh? Yeah, I fought a little bit. And you became a dancer? Yeah, my footwork was good. Worked hard, never been in serious trouble before. Say, look, kid, why don't you open up on this guy, Crandall? What's between Crandall and me has got nothing to do with killing people. He's trying to frame you, kid. I know that. I'll take care of that hijacker, and I won't need a gun to do it. Well, you can't tell where this thing will wind you up, Cooper. I'll take my chances. You want to handle it yourself, huh? That's the way it'll be done, if it's done at all. Okay. Hey, you want to take a walk, kid? What? Yeah, I'm in it. A little fresh air might do you good. Hey, Harvey, Georgie and me are going out for a walk. You ever been in this neighborhood, Georgie? I've been all over New York. Were you around here last night? You know where I was last night. Oh, now, look, kid, I'm sorry if this bores you, but I'm trying to pin a murder on somebody. That's my job. You're going to help me? Okay. Oh, there's Kerry, the cop on the beat. Maybe he can give me some dope. Hiya, Dan. Hello, Kerry. Say, uh, last night you said you got a gander at the guy who parked that truck. I did. Was he anything like my friend here? Yeah, could be. But the same height, huh? Could be. Well, come on, show me where you found the body. Well, the truck was just about the middle of the block, uh, down here in front of the millinery store. 
Just a little bit this side of the entrance, and I was... Hey! Hey, you come back no, here! No, 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 let him go, Kerry. Danny's getting away. Hey! No, let him go, I tell you. I'll catch him before he gets very far. What the... I thought you was grilling him for that killing last night. I was. Hey, you got a match, Kerry? A match? Hey, what's the matter with you, Dan? Say, how's the wife and the kiddies? They're okay, but you're nuts, Dan. Yeah, I might be at that. Shut up, everybody, shut up! What are you going to do for a show, Nick? We can't work without Georgie. Please, girls! Hiya, Nick. Was Crandall here yet? Georgie! Oh, Georgie, they let you out, huh? Yeah. You're late for the show, Georgie. Get dressed. I asked if Crandall was here yet. No, not yet. Girls, get dressed. Quick, quick, quick. Georgie. Oh, Georgie. Hiya, Billy. Oh, are you all right? Oh, fine. Are you sure? I'm okay. Uh, Don't I look all right? What did they do to you? Oh, nothing much. Uh, Just a lot of talk about a lot of bunk. Well, did you get everything straightened out? Sure, well, uh, sort of. Come on, come on, George. You've got to make ready for the first number. George, tell the band George is here. Relax, Nick. I didn't come back to go to work. No? No, I came back to see Crandall. Then then you didn't get everything straightened out. No, but it'll be all right. Don't worry. George, outside is the audience. They're waiting for you. Please, do me a favor. Not me. I've played my last show in this trap. Oh, Nick, you can't expect him to go on. For me, George. No. More money you want. Good. I give you a few bucks extra. I don't want it. All right. I put your name outside in lights. In a sign. A big sign. Yeah? How big? How big? How big? Eight feet. That big enough? Please. No, he's not going to do it. George, are the police after you? Please, don't butt in. Did somebody go to bail for you, George? Well, uh, not exactly. I, I took a run out. Georgie. Look, Nick, for the act. Yeah, but... Uh, oh, Hank, they're looking for you. We may never get a chance to do this dance unless we do it quick. Good. I will announce you myself. It's a deal. Come on, Billy. I just want to prove how good we are for my own sake. How about it? Okay, partner. Anything you say. They like us. Yeah. Did you see who was out there? Steve Crandall. Wait, I'm going to have a talk with him. No, don't. You had him laid away for a year, Steve. Squealed his way. Right now. No, not here. Wait and see him. Okay, Steve. Callie, keep the motor running. Okay. Yeah, a certain young lady and I. Up here, you understand? Sure, I won't. Yeah? Georgie, you got to leave. Go by the front way. Take a cab. Go to North McCall. Steve, he's in my office. They're going to get you, Georgie. Nick. George, don't go that way. I'll be back. Hello, Crandall. Oh. Hello, Hooper. So the cops turned me loose. What'd you do, make a break? Yeah, I wanted to see somebody. <laughs> no. You. Why? I'll give you three guesses. Now, look, fella, if you're on the lamb, I'll give you a dough out of the car and take you up the post road and start jumping. You with that gun, didn't you? That's right. You and Dolph and I are the only ones that know that. I didn't want McCormick to you with a fall guy. Ledwood. Yeah, but I've got four witnesses that'll swear you did it if you're dopey enough to wait for the cops to get here. Now, look, fella, you're in a jam and there's nothing you can do about it. Either blow or burn. Well, if I burn for one, I might just as well go for two. Don't. Now I'm going to do it. 
and I don't need a gun. Okay, Popper, turn him loose. Pearl, get out of I here. I said Pearl. turn him loose, do you hear? Pearl, put down that gun. What's the idea? Stand over there and shut up. <laughs> when you're a big guy, Hoover, you got friends. Thanks, Pearl. Stay right where you are, Steve. Huh? Don't move. Hey, watch where you point that heater, you know. You're also the guy that killed Jim Edwards. What are you talking about? I, I... was outside the door, Steve. I heard everything you said. Yeah? Well, now, now listen. I now. said don't move, Steve. I want to give it to you like you gave it to Jim in the back. I'm going to give it to you while you're looking at me. Pearl. The rat. The dirty lousy listen, rat. Get out of here quick. I'll take care of this. Go on. <laughs> George, just a second. Hello, kid. Have a nice walk? Yeah, I came back to get something. I kind of figured that. Well, as long as you caught me, come on, let's get it over with. What's this, you in a hurry to get back to jail? Well, I like it there. Now, uh, let's step back in the office for a minute. I want to have a talk with you. Look, what's the use inside, of... Inside, inside, kid, come on. Hey, for a reason, Georgie. I... So somebody... Shame, ain't it? Steve Cran, it's a nice job. My slugs, Packley, in the same spot. Whose job was it, then? I don't know. Uh, they told me he was up here, so I came up to see him, and there he was. I suppose he shot himself. If he... Oh, I know what happened, Nick? What are they doing? This cop's all... Right, now, don't bother me. But what are they holding Georgie for? He didn't do it. I know he didn't. Now, get easy, Billy. Steve Crandall, gee, a few minutes ago he was alive. Oh, shut up. Shut up. So a rat got killed. What of it? Pearl, she didn't mean nothing. What's the matter with you? What? I'm sorry. Pearl, did you see George tonight after our number? Did you? No. All right, George, wait in here. Thanks. George. I don't know, but keep your fingers crossed. So you bumped him, huh? Go away, Dal. You think he can get away with that stuff while you... I said get away from me. Okay, Nick, okay. We're taking Crandall out. You can stay open if you want. Yeah? Hey, what goes on here, McCorn? Well, we're just trying to find out who killed your boss, that's all. Yeah? Well, who was it? He killed himself. He what? Sure. He knew I was going to nab him for the Edwards killing, so he bumped himself off. You're out of your mind. No, no, I got evidence to prove it. He did it with his own gun. How could he do it with his own gun when he didn't have a gun? He got it back tonight. I gave it to him. Oh, you did, huh? Yeah, I did. Come on, everybody. We got to do a show yet. Joe, send the family off back. Hiya, Pearl. Hi. Suicide, Pearl. That's what it was. Remember that. Come on, pull yourself together, kid. George! Okay, line up, girls. Line up. George. Come on, Billy. Oh, George, I can't do that number now. I can't. Why, don't be sick. We're honest. Ain't we? Don't forget that, kid. Here we go. Well, well, nineteen twenty-six. And that girl really got away with that suicide story, huh? Oh, the cop knew she was out of her mind that night. Yes. Sure, she confessed the next day. Got fifteen to life. That's a long time. Oh, she's out now. Lives up near Albany. I see her every once in a while. And the cop, where's he? Dan? Oh, he's a big man now. Yeah? 
And you married the little girl that danced with... I didn't. I never had the chance. She was a swell kid, though. Good night. Good night, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time, the star comes back to the... The star comes back to play was about George Raft, and here play was about George Raft, and here is George Raft. And with... Well, uh, what did you think of this? Well, uh, what did you think of this? One thing I'd like to have you clear up, George. Well, let's have it, Janet. One of the best, Janet. I was knocked out seven fighters around on tours of army in the fight fan, so I grabbed the chance. Fighters do you have in your stable, George? Oh, about 40 CB. Fuller. And the old-timers like Jim... J- Sounds like who's who in up those shows. Well, they yell at it. When I was a kid on 10th Avenue in New York, I learned that there was nuts, not much your. No, the boys give everything they got. I know because I referee some of the bouts and a couple of... As the uh, third man in the ring, George. Do you have any in the ring, George? Do you have any... Well, come out and see it sometime, Lloyd. Well, come out and see it sometime, Lloyd. Oh, say, CB, what do you have on... Yeah, I bet. But before you tell us about it, Mr. DeMille... I'd like to say that I have Lux Soap on the card and say that I have Lux Soap on the card as a beauty care every day. A chance? A beauty care every day. A sure winner for a girl in helping to keep... I think the odds favor Lux Soap with it. How about next Monday? In keeping with the day, December 7th, we have selected as our new dramatic hit, A War Against Mrs. Hadley. And our slope, this is the story of drama that begins on December 7th. Great choice, C.B., Good night. Good night. Ladies and gentlemen, and for the fans of the wax, releases them. They'll drive jeeps and staff catchboards and radio communication patches, and they'll do those tasks both at home and abroad. for women with the spirit of Molly Pitcher. And so, if you're looking for a job, visit your nearest Oliver Detail and for a picture of the uniform. Our sponsors, the makers, inviting you to be with us again next Monday. That presents Faye Bainter and Edward Arnold with Gene Rogers in the war. This is Cecil B. DeMille saying good night to you. Heard in tonight's play were Cy Kendall as Steve Crandall, Leo Cleary as Nick, B. Benaderet as Pearl, Gloria Blondell as Maisie, and Mac Gray, Charles Seal, Fred Mackay, Griff Barnett, Norman Field, Lockwood, Janet Russell, Dwayne Thompson, and J- Dwayne Thompson, and J- Dwayne Thompson, announcer John M. Kennedy, reminding you to tune in next Monday with Gene Rogers. Two of the world's greatest vitamin authorities back your choice of VIMS, the new vitamin mineral tablet. VIMS meet the standards of the U.S. government. And they also match the six vitamin formula that medical councils endorse. Get that VIMS feeling. VI for vitamins, double MS for minerals. VIMS. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System.
Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.